Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello. Happy Monday. Pew, 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 Good day. Um, ooh, oh, that was like half a horn. Let's try that again. There we go. Monday horn. That was a Monday horn, right? When you just get the sad end of the horn. Um, well, speaking of the sad end of the horn, woof. Stuff got weird on Friday after we got off the air with Chrissy Teigen and that uh, Michael Costello story. Um, stuff got weird, and we thought maybe it would extend through the weekend, but it seemed to have been just a big sort of dump. And here we are. Big sort of dump. Let's well, get everybody up to That's date. appropriate for the hot mess of uh, the nature of this particular story. So Chrissy Teigen is going straight for Michael Costello's jugular <sighs> on social media. She is not playing around. Um, and, you know, we can read through this. I assume she's telling the truth because I don't know why you would go so hard in trying to say something is the case if, in fact, it was not. It's not that celebrities don't lie. But you, one would imagine that if the person was telling the truth, you might just kind of walk away from it so that you don't have to deal with it, right? Right. Um, uh, although that leads me to the ultimate question. I feel like she might be cutting off her nose to spite her face. I don't disagree with you. And um, then I need to tell you about something else that's going on with her career, which is delightful. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, but interestingly, I, all of these things were happening at the same time. Yeah, literally. Um, so... Chrissy Teigen going straight for Michael Costello's jugular means she tweeted on Friday, I think towards the end of our show, no idea what the bleep Michael Costello is doing. Now, what is Michael Costello doing? Colleen, do you want to just give us a thumbnail quickly to catch up the audience who's like, I don't know what any of you are talking about. So Michael Costello was a contestant on Project Runway after Chrissy Teigen um, released her, her medium Apology, which was a, a written apology on Medium, which is a public a publishing uh, website. Like she wrote it herself and published it right there. Um, he came forward and said, "Hey, FYI, all of you, I haven't heard anything from Chrissy Teigen, but boy, she was real rude to me." And here's what she did: and he told a story and shared some screenshots of some DMs that took place between him and Chrissy Teigen that made it appear as though. She was a uh, Rudy Tuesday. So that's where we are. Thank you. She then goes on to say in this tweet uh, as to what he's doing, not understanding it, says she, I'm talking like Yoda, quote, <laughs> he just released a statement where he didn't at all acknowledge how fake uh, the DMs were and now claims to have emails that don't exist. So while he conjures those up, hopefully with someone more talented and fakes this time here, And here is um, introducing us to an image, which includes a statement 
uh, purported to be written on behalf of Chrissy Teigen. And I'm not going to read the whole statement because it's literally four panels long. Mm -hmm. And by that, I mean four images of words, which I just uh, what a weird world that we live in where people the the social media, the social medium that brought us the story doesn't have the capacity to um, clearly and concisely deliver a message without having to take photos of the words. I don't mm-hmm. know. It's weird. It's weird. Um, in this statement, though, it's it's very interesting because, again, let's just back this up. Let's take a bird's eye view, a 20,000 foot view and see what we're dealing with. Remember that we're talking about um, Chrissy Teigen having sent messages, either tweets or direct messages to people that were bullying in nature and crass, crude, sure, a lot of different adjectives you could probably ascribe to them. In one case told Courtney Stodden they should uh, end their own life, Mm -hmm. right? So that's what we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. And then, as you so uh, wonderfully laid out, Michael Costello added to that. But, like, he was just one of many. Right. Right? Or at least one of a group of people who claimed similar behavior. Right. So in this statement, Chrissy Teigen very clearly and contritely apologized for insensitive public tweets she made around a decade ago. She did not acknowledge or apologize for sending private messages directing or encouraging self-harm. Also, that I don't understand because we have the proof from Courtney Stodden, do we not? Absolutely. But she says she does not acknowledge or apologize for sending private messages direct. What am I not understanding about I that? don't know. Uh, I th- Oh, I know. There's one, there's two words, private messages. The message that Chrissy Teigen sent her was public. Oh. Right? So, I, from this is well, my but assessment. But not a direct message is not public. Right, but what she sent Courtney Stodden was public. Oh, but I thought there were actual private messages that she sent to Courtney Stodden. Maybe, maybe I don't not. know. Anyway, I thought they okay. were all public. I thought they were all right on over Twitter for I everybody to see. I thought the one see. where uh, she told Courtney Stodden to off herself was not. But that is neither here nor there. She goes on. Chrissy is completely surprised and disappointed by Michael Costello's recent attack in which she blah, blah, blah. blah. She goes on and on and on in four panels yeah, describing uh, why, you know, this is heinous, etc. And then she lays out what their actual interactions were. Yes. According to her DMs. However, however, at the end of the day, and when I, when I said let's take a 60,000 foot view... This is just rehashing all of the stuff that Chrissy Teigen um, has already dealt with mm-hmm. in her public apology. It rehashes and makes us address, think about, like when I just said, but wasn't that one tweet right. you know, with, the, with Courtney Stodden, wasn't that? That now makes us all relive and rethink about the gross stuff yeah. That Chrissy Teigen did. So at the end of the day, she's cutting off her nose to spite her face. Because I think at the what she, what she would say, well, I don't want to put words in her mouth, but what I imagine she is trying to do here is lean in hard against Michael Costello because that did not happen. Mm-hmm. As if to say, I am now, um, I will stand up for myself mm-hmm. if accused of doing something that I didn't do. 
as a way to distract us from all of the people who said that she did those things. Right. Right. So it's like a, it's a weird thing. Why would you want to continue to go back to the thing that is just going to make people? Because I think most people don't make distinctions or think that heavily about what Courtney, uh, excuse me, what Chrissy Teigen is doing most days. And so this just rehashes things and makes everybody just kind of throw their hands up and go, I don't know what to believe. The part of the equation that it seems like she's missing is that the average American, the average human being who's um, even moderately aware of this story, isn't paying that close of attention to the details. Mm -hmm. Right. So, again, as evidenced by the fact that we had to get everybody up to speed by even saying who Michael Costello was and what he alleged If you are operating with the very minuscule amount of information about this, there is no distinction between Michael Costello and Courtney Stodden. Yeah. I imagine, and like you said, I I wouldn't put words in, in Chrissy Teigen's mouth, but I imagine from where she's sitting, she feels wrongfully accused of something and she feels like it's really important for her to stand up against that, but... But the average person isn't even seeing this as separate from the bigger story. So all it does is continue to double down on that original story. And all at the end of the day she's doing is fighting with people on Twitter. Which is what she got herself into trouble with in the first place. Exactly. So from a messaging standpoint, I just, as a public figure, because remember, this isn't just a person on social media. This isn't like you or myself. And we are like maybe like the lowest of... We have a public facing persona mm-hmm. insofar as we do this radio show. So if we say things online, um, you know, there's a certain visibility to that. However, um, I, I'm I'm not trying to overplay it, but this is not just about this is like who this is about her career. Right. And she has made a name for herself that she has then turned into a, a money-making proposition mm-hmm. using this tool. So to then use this tool to undermine the thing that she's doing makes no sense. And it, it, it the example I give is the one uh, that I suggested at the outset, which is that she has a business uh, with none other than... Um, Chris Jenner. Chris Jenner mm-hmm. for a line of cleaning products. A line of cleaning products called Safely. So, like, um, I guess in a cynical way, you could say perhaps drawing attention to yourself on social media is not a bad thing when it comes to your business ventures, right? Like, she wouldn't be the first celebrity sure. to un- or intentionally light oneself on fire, uh, euphemistically or metaphorically. However, if you look at the public venture that she has in this case, which, or I should say the business venture that she has in this case with Chris Jenner, um, I don't know that she really is trying to affect sales or her position within that business venture. Because if you look at what the company has said about her participation of late, it's anything but her taking an active role. So while all of this stuff was melting down publicly on Twitter or melting down was was occurring on Twitter, let's just say uh, round about the same time, an announcement came out from Safely. Do you want to read it to everybody? Yes. And now I'm going. I have it in front of me if you want me to do it. um, Chrissy, this is the statement from Chrissy or uh, from Safely. Chrissy will be stepping away from Safely to take much needed time to focus on herself and be with her family. We fully support her decision and are so thankful for her contributions. 
The brand will continue to move forward and focus on our important mission of bringing high-quality, hard-working cleaning products to all American households. I'm fascinated by this. Ah. I'm fascinated by this. Why are you fascinated? (sighs) I mean, I am too, but I would like to hear your thoughts. Because, how do I even say this? Like, I, I would imagine... Chrissy is part of the reason anybody even knows that safely is a thing. Oh, sure. To begin with. Um, And this is a pretty, like, it's a pretty boilerplate statement. Mm -hmm. Underneath it, I just think what they mean to say is, we didn't want to touch Chrissy's controversy with a 10-foot pole. So we've asked her to get away as fast as possible. Cue the Britney Spears toxic. uh, Yeah. Yeah, interstitial. And, and they're supposed to not be toxic. Yeah. Wee-hoo, yeah, they tried to spray her down with some of the clean uh-huh. counter cleaner, well, and it's just like. And if I were going to be, you know, cynical about this, I'd say Chris Jenner picked up the phone, beep, boop, pop, boop, beep, to the people that they have paid to apply their name uh, to this product line mm-hmm. um, and said, you know, get rid of her immediately. Right. Or at least called her on the phone and said, girl, if, if you want to, you know, have any. Um, chance of doing this in the future we need to just like maybe step away for a hot minute like i can imagine a bunch of different scenarios how this goes but it's clear from the statement that that i that's why i doubled uh, or uh, not double down but that's why i would double down on what i said before which is from messaging standpoint uh, standpoint that's a new term standpoint i don't know why Chrissy Teigen's over here leaning hard into this whole Michael Costello thing when it sounds like she's losing opportunities over here, which is, you know, again, it's the thing that gave this her this opportunity. She's incredibly talented, incredibly smart, business savvy, has a lot of networks and connections. Right. But she feels attacked right now. And I'm guessing that what she did here, because this was already in motion well before she went to Twitter and you know, opened up her keyboard. Or maybe it was a result of that. Well, I believe if I remember timing correctly, we, I got, I saw this notice before her tweet came out, which to me says she freed herself from the shackles of having to keep her nose clean for this. Or she, even if this had come out later, I mean, she could have probably well knew about it. Well, in advance. sure. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. She freed herself from the shackles of safely and then opened up her uh, Twitter and went to town. Right. It's like, she doesn't feel tied down to anything anymore. I could talk about this all day. It's, it's a fascinating, um, experiment or not experiment study Mm -hmm. in, um, online branding. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. It's true. Personal, um, you know, personal messaging. And it's nowhere near over, right? Like, there's no just bouncing back from this. This will no. play out. Although this all happened on Friday afternoon, and I will say nothing really has happened since. Yeah. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. The one and only Elizabeth Reese has joined us, and with her, she's brought all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a Dirt Alert. Hey, Elizabeth. Well, hi, you guys. On Amazon Prime Day, I hope you're shopping Happy and enjoying Happy Prime Day your life. to you. What? I mean, at least they own that they have created this holiday solely around marketing, unlike every other holiday, which is marketing. I mean, it but is... But it's just, it's like clouded. I, I will say it's genius or... Uh... Infogenius, it's like yeah. evil genius, yeah. right? Like <laughs> infogenius. Actually, that should be mm-hmm. a new one <laughs> because it does give you like that sale mentality about halfway through the year. You know, opposite Black Friday, right? So I'm here for it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. I'm all about it too. the The only pro- the problem that I have with it though is that it's so overwhelming that sometimes I just get stressed out and I can't buy anything. Yeah, because there are so many deals so if you're looking like people.com has a list of the best 90 deals they say amazon prime day 2021 has over 2 million deals and so they list the best 90 us weekly has a list too uh food and wine actually has a really good list of um like cooking deals things that are like cooking gadgets and stuff on amazon so that can help you sort of distill down i would just like to invite everybody to just consider if this is something you're buying only because you believe it's on sale and it's a good deal or if it's something you've been waiting to purchase right yeah. when a good deal comes along i think if you need like airpods or i mean you don't or need like an it, instant sorry pot. yeah or if you but if this was something things. you were going to purchase and you were looking for a good deal on mm-hmm. it, today might be the day to look into that. Right. Like, I've wanted an instant pop, but I just haven't pulled the trigger. And right. Maybe exactly. Waiting waiting day to do it. do it. I still haven't done it. Elizabeth, Elizabeth I, know, I don't funny? know what to Bleeping do with you. Reese. I know. I love you, but this is confusing <laughs> to me. My air fryer from Target is on sale. So, I just can't. You... I, I know, I know. This is. Really... I get weird about small appliances. If I get an instant pot, I want one of the Star Wars ones. You can do <laughs> okay. that. You I can think do they're that. so fun. Whatever works, Elizabeth. Whatever <laughs> gets you where you need to be. I think they're very fun. Um, Alex Rodriguez is out partying with Ben Affleck's ex, Lindsay Shookus. I can't with this. Can you even no. stand it? Absolutely not. It was at her birthday party. Um, it was an intimate backyard gathering in the Hamptons. And so aren't they all? They're always there. So those two are hanging out, and of course Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez have rekindled their relationship 14 years after their engagement ended, and they Everything rekindled their relationship a day after A Rod and J Lo broke up. I know everything that's old is back. <sighs> Guys, do with it what you will. I don't even know. Like, I'm actually kind of tired right now. It is sort of a small world. Now, let's just let's give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. okay? because if you go back to your college days. Mm -hmm. All right. Did you maybe I'm just saying this. Maybe if this was other people, but not me. Did you maybe like make out with some of the same guys that your friends made out with? 
Totally. Right? Yes. Because it's like a small circle. And I went to a big school, but you still have your circle of people. Mm-hmm. And so maybe that's exactly what's happening in Hollywood oh, in LA. Or maybe. It's like a big frat party where you just like. Or maybe know. he knows that who he's seen with gets some attention. Yeah. Because after all, he made headlines for leaving the apartment building where Katie Holmes lives. Yeah, that they was a whole news cycle of like. Mm-hmm. A-Rod leaves Katie Holmes' apartment. No, he left the building in which she also lives along with, with hundreds of other human people. people. In New York, Beebles? where like everyone Beebles. lives. Human beebles. Human beebles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what to do with A-Rod. Uh, lots of Father's Day tributes. A couple highlights. Um, Blake Lively shared a sweet Father's Day tribute to her husband, Ryan Reynolds, and her late father, Ernie. Mm. Which I think is very sweet, you know. It is sweet. That's just lovely, and that's difficult. Justin Timberlake shared an adorable first photo of his son, Phineas, in honor of Father's Day. I like the name Phineas. I I do, too. I think it's a great name. Um, Khloe Kardashian, happy to have Tristan Thompson in L.A. to celebrate Father's Day. That's what a source says. Mm -hmm. Chip Gaines lets his daughter braid his hair. Joanna, his wife, raising him (laughs) on Father's Day, calling him the best kind of dad. Oh, I do think this is nice, but when everyone says that there's their dad or their husband is the best dad ever, it makes you wonder how can that be possible? Well, then I think the message really is they're the best parent for you or for your children. Maybe that should be the message. Can I, speaking of Father's Day messages, I really just need to get this off my chest. Do it, please. Am I the only one that cannot, like just cannot even stand the card section for Father's Day because every card is about like, lawn mowing grilling. or beer or grilling yeah. and i'm like what it, what is that i did None get of Jay those a fit. grilling accessory for father's day and that's like all he wanted and i felt like one big cliche but that's one thing was the card like to the grill master of all grill masters that's what dads need to yeah, hear you're only right? allowed a few options it's so obnoxious i can't Same stand it mother's do better day. Do better card companies. Weddings, <laughs> anniversaries. Don't even get me started on anniversaries. Oh, yeah. Elizabeth to Reese. my darling wife. Thank you for that <laughs> dirt alert, Elizabeth. Thanks, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to solve some pop culture mysteries after this on My Talk 1071. We've got some pop culture mysteries to solve on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Hello. And we solve these mysteries in the form of blind items, which Holly's brought for us in a little segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Ooh, hot, fresh celebrity gossip mysteries. Hot and fresh. Here's like I like them. Yeah. Here's our first one. It's confirmed, by the way. We know who this is about. Mm. The former A-plus list rapper had a line in the sand he won't cross. Early last year, he was asked by an organization that he had been doing events with to give them a big check. He was all set to do so until he discovered it was a front for the celebrity cult. He has not done any events with them since. (gasps) Former A-plus list rapper. Mm Mm-hmm. Is it like, well, I was going to say Scientology, but then I wondered if perhaps it was, oh, okay, so it's Scientology. Scientology. Now we just need to identify the rapper. A former rapper. Why is this individual a former? Mm, They haven't really put out any big hit music in a while. Are they a former rapper or a former A-plus list? The A-plus is what's in question here. So they're still doing 
wrapping. They yeah. still wrap. Yeah, we know oh, who this person is. Oh, oh, got it. So they're not a plusless, but they're still a wrapping. Correct. Got it. Would this feel like an Eminem type person? Okay. No. A plus list rapper. Usually when I hear A plus list rapper, I think like Jay-Z or Kanye, but they both have been consistently putting stuff out, right? <gasps> Which, Which one? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. Uh, oh, Kanye? Kanye? <laughs> I would yes. call him former A plus list. Well, he has it. Well, he's an A plus list celebrity, one could argue. Right. But in the music world, he's put out music, but it hasn't been as successful as his previous efforts. Okay. All right. Okay. Interesting. But what NT Lawyer is saying is that Kanye West has a line in the sand that he won't cross because early last year, Kanye West was asked by an organization that he'd been doing events with to give them a big check. And Kanye was all set to do so until he discovered it was a front for Scientology. And Kanye has not done any events with them since. You know what that just makes me wonder about um, is... Whatever happened to Kanye's personal religious crusades, mm. right? Like yeah. that seems to well, have cooled a whole lot. That's because what I'm he's wondering. He's not doing those Sunday services, which admittedly are events. So maybe that's what this is referring to. Yeah, I'm curious about all of that. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Blinded by the item. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. The still not legal foreign born actress has a lot on her plate this fall. The last thing anybody needs is for her real love life to be exposed. Enter the fake boyfriend who still has a girlfriend he's sleeping with and who hangs out with the couple. Ooh, that I don't know because immediately Shamila popped up. Nah, but I don't know what this still not legal means. Well, Oh, she's like a, she's not of age. Correct. She's a teenager. Oh. Yeah. So this and is she's a, t- a foreign born actress. Mm-hmm. Now over the weekend. Oh. Yeah. Anna Darm. No, she's legal. She's like in her 30s. Yeah, probably. I'm dumb. <laughs> Sorry. That was not my best work. This person was spotted over the weekend on a paparazzi stroll with her new boyfriend. Boyfriend is what NT lawyer is mm-hmm. saying. And that it's all a front because she's got a very oh, busy oh, work schedule. Yeah. 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 Because I saw this Millie Bobby Brown. Yeah, 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 yeah. Bon Jovi's son. That's right. Yes. Oof. So, Millie Bobby Brown has a lot on her plate this fall. And the last thing anyone needs is for her real love life to be exposed. Enter the fake boyfriend, the John Bon Jovi offspring, who still has a girlfriend he's sleeping with and uh, who hangs out with the couple. So maybe he's just, you know, a friend and they like to hold hands and they confront him as a boyfriend. I'm curious about the her real love life. That's what I want to know. The thing that can't be exposed. Thank you. Well, what NT Lawyer has alluded to in the past is that Millie Bobby Brown, being a teenager, often has older gentlemen she considers boyfriends. Mm-hmm. Wasn't Drake one of those people? Yeah, remember that whole episode? Yes, where she was upset, or they were both, I think, upset that anybody was having an opinion about the two of them having a, a friendship. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly. I have things to say that I'm not going to say next. All right. And say something about this, our next celebrity gossip mystery. When checking out the review site, always remember they are owned by a movie studio. Be especially wary when you see the scores of movies from that studio. Is that Rotten Tomatoes? 
But what Who are they studio? I mean, I would assume um, that it's probably like one of the two. Disney? No, actually. Warner Brothers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, who else I is guess there? I didn't right, even realize that. That is interesting. Well, it's probably owned by the parent company of Warner Brothers, whatever they're calling themselves this AOL, day. Time, Time Warner, Warner Discovery. Warner Discovery. Yeah. There's a lot happening there. There's a lot happening. Yeah, but didn't they just do a name change with the addition of I Discovery? I think you're right. Yeah, I think it's just called Warner Brothers Discovery at this point. I'd have to double check. You'd have to discover that. So they're not in the mood to do that right now. Don't pay attention to any Warner Brothers films. Yes. With that, uh, with a good score on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, because NT Lawyer is saying that, you know, it's owned by the parent company. So, of course, they're going to have nice reviews or at least they're going to manipulate the algorithm so that, you know, you're going to think it's good. Right. Interesting. Um, let's, can we do another one? Yeah. Fun. Blinded by the item. Here is another celebrity gossip mystery. Try this one. This singer has won many awards. He is A-list. He's also scheduled to talk to a divorce, divorce lawyer on the phone on Thursday. Michael Bolton. No, a list singer who's married who would like who has to a get lot, divorced. a lot, a lot of awards. He's an awardy person. He is an awardy person. That like, is correct. Is he? Uh, do the kids uh, get fascinated with him, or is he like a Neil Diamond experience? I would say somewhere in between. Oh, not quite Neil Diamond. Not quite what the kids are into. Oh, Bono. No, I don't want to say it. Is it who I think it is? Yeah. Oh, no. Is it? Oh, Bruce Springsteen? No. Okay. (laughs) That would definitely be a Neil Diamond experience. No. Uh, Bradley's right. I mean, in terms of the kids, I don't think the kids are like all up in the Bruce Springsteen these days. Okay. Um, Is it somebody I love? I can't speak to that. I don't know. This person's very popular. They do a lot of different things. Did they, he have a famous family? Uh, yeah, I would say yes. Father? Yeah, he's a dad. Robin Thick. No. Alan Thick. <laughs> no. Uh, A-list singer. Uh, this person has a spouse that is also famous. A list singer who has a famous spouse. Oh. Why would this person be calling a divorce mm-hmm. lawyer? That's a great question. Nick Holly. Jonas. Okay. <gasps> Too young. <laughs> Colleen, it seems like you had a thought. No, I don't. Why I'm, would I'm really this singer? Uh huh. I know. Calling... I like how she's doing that thing that I know that people do when they're like. If I just say it louder, <laughs> listen, you morons. You'll understand it as if. <laughs> the knowledge is going to be transmitted by oh, a louder volume. Because I know that you guys know the answer. Why would this A-list... John Legend. Oh. See, it worked. Thank See, you. it worked. <laughs> Oof. Interesting. Yikes. <laughs> so what NT Lawyer is saying is that John Legend mm. 
has scheduled to talk to a divorce lawyer on the phone on Thursday. Now, that doesn't mean anything. You're just I hope that Chrissy Teigen doesn't read blind items or listen to our show. Well, we know she doesn't listen to our show because remember that one time we tried to get her to call us and she was actually in the state. That's true. Yeah. Well, we actually dropped off a napkin for her. Yeah. Remember? Yeah. With our number on it. Mm -hmm. She didn't call. Mm -hmm. Rude. 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 Let's do one more. Okay. Okay. This disgrace actor is in settlement talks with the last of his many accusers. He will silence that accuser and then be done with everything as if it never happened. Oh, there's so many options here. Because he silenced every single one of his accusers. And the last one was last week. Oh, you got there really fast. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, I had, like, four other options. Well, I mean, there have been a lot of disgraced actors. That's Seriously. For sure. I'm thinking, like, can I just go down some of the list of what, who I was thinking? Like, James Franco. I was like, maybe he's on the list. I thought, maybe Army Hammer. Maybe he's on the list. No. Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey-ish. Yuck. And by the way, he'll be done with everything as if it never happened. I just would like to invite us, the public... To not forget, yeah, that I, like, any of it happened. But again, I remember distinctly saying at the time that all this was happening. Like, I will not be surprised if, you know, a certain amount of time passes and the public tends to have a very short attention span. Mm-hmm. And there are a lot of people who did worse, which is not an excuse. It's just to say that the public only has a certain amount of space to think of like nasties. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like. After not being able to point to one particular conviction yeah. or public uh, acceptance of what happened, like what can you hold against him? Right. No, it's a good point. Right. I mean, not that you shouldn't. I'm not saying that. I'm right. just saying. Right. No, we're, you're talking about like the game, like the yeah. game of Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, and we've seen it play out umpty foo times mm-hmm. where there have been accusers and then suddenly the accusers all va- evaporate. Mm-hmm. And then we're just or left. Die. Yeah. And then we're just left with the person. And then we have to reconcile that. Mm-hmm. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, I am really, I did not know this thing was coming. Uh, it's a show that's going to be on HBO tonight, an epilogue of sorts of another very popular uh, kind of docu-series on HBO. I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you why they've decided to do an epilogue and what will be in that epilogue when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. A little programming note, something on television tonight that I am I personally am excited about. And I think actually the two of you will also be excited about this because we all had some engagement, I know, with either the book or the HBO docuseries, I'll Be Gone in the Dark. Bradley, I know you watched it. Holly, did you watch that? I did not. Okay. So I read the book as I was watching mm. the mm-hmm. the series, the docuseries. I think it was like four parts. Now, for those of you who are like, I don't know what this is, get me up to speed. I'll Be Gone in the Dark was the book that was written by Michelle McNamara who a lot of people know as the wife of Patton Oswalt. She died kind of as she was finishing this book. 
Um, and this book actually played a huge kind of role in what was going on in her life yeah, at, when she died. Somebody else actually ended up finishing it. And then HBO picked it up and made a series out of it. Mm-hmm. And it all focuses on a serial killer in California uh, called the Golden State Killer. Some other people called him uh, the East Area Rapist. Um, he went by a, a number of different uh, names, but she called him the Golden State Killer. The the mystery of who that person was ended up being solved shortly after that HBO documentary aired. And I really don't know a lot more about whether the documentary played a part in that. I can't remember. No, the documentary actually came out after. After. Yeah, he, he had been caught. identified. Um, the break in the case came after, shortly after the book came out, if okay. I remember correctly, or a number of months after the book came out. And it was, at the time, really controversial, or at least... Um, a spectacular um, moment because uh, genealogy ended up leading to, um, and genetic uh, genealogy in particular ended mm-hmm. up leading to, you know, finding this particular killer, which has just uh, opened up a whole new um, investigative uh, territory. Yeah, toolbox for in these in these particular cases. So what's interesting is tonight on HBO, there's going to be an epilogue. I'll Be Gone in the Dark. It's a new episode, and this one will deal with um, the guilty plea and then the sentencing of the Golden State Killer, who Mm. has now been identified as Joseph James D'Angelo, who at one time had been a police officer, which is part of, you know, part of that whole story is that they had assumed that he maybe had some ties to law enforcement Mm -hmm. in any case but it won't just be about that so it'll show parts of the sentencing it'll sort of close the book on that story i'll be gone in the dark um we'll hear from people who testified at a sentencing that talk about their um how they were affected by him but then this will start sort of it sounds like The other piece of this is to be sort of like the foundation of another storytelling Mm. um, arc about an unsolved rape and murder in Oak Park, Illinois, uh, the murder and rape of Kathleen Lombardo. Now, this story apparently is the one that got Michelle McNamara obsessed with true crime to begin with. Yeah. And specifically unsolved true crime, which is what she really kind of centered her career around. Yeah. And she like you the thing about that book and then of course the documentary is that it weaves in the story of you know the author in a way that's kind of different and unique in terms of true crime storytelling and so the fact that there was another case that led to that you know curiosity on her part and the fact that they might be able to tell that story in a way that um, affects uh, that case is you know crazy i will just say uh for those who have not watched i'll be gone in the dark well first of all I mean, it's scary so just like make sure all your doors are locked and yeah. stuff and like it'll mess mm-hmm. with your brain for a while um also like super trigger warning on it but reading the book and watching the docu-series was probably one of like my favorite things i did over the last year yeah just in terms of like to it, go on that journey yes it was such a huge journey and you felt like you got to know it's different than other true crime. Like you said, Bradley, it engages also the story of the person who was writing it, Michelle McNamara. Yeah. You get sort of an inside look to kind of what an obsession around true crime looks like. Mm-hmm. And as, you know, people on this show who can get obsessed with things, it's right? True. There's some relatable pieces to it. 
Well, and it wasn't just heard, right? Like, uh, and you see that in the documentary more than I think you do in the book. You get a sense of all the other people around Michelle McNamara yeah. who have sort of dedicated their lives to these particular cases and for a variety of reasons. But generally, there's something that attracts them to this kind of story. I'm actually glad they're doing this because at the very end of the docu-series, I did feel a little, I mean, they identified who the East area rapist was that they knew the sentencing, I don't believe had taken place at that point. Like there just were still some threads just kind of hanging there. Mm -hmm. Um, And you left feeling satisfied in the sense that you kind of had her full story arc. Yeah. But then there was this whole other piece of the story where the thing that she had committed so much of her time and energy to after her death became resolved and the fact that she's not here to see that. Yeah. But all of those dangling ends, you kind of wanted to tie up. And so I'm hopeful. I'm excited about this. I'm definitely going to set my DVR because I still have one of those um, so that I can watch it at some point. So it's airing tonight. It's airing you tonight. Can't... at te- It's at it's at nine o'clock our time. Got it. And you can I think if you have HBO Max, uh, you can watch it whenever, sure. probably. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway, so that's coming up tonight. And I would highly recommend if you haven't watched the entire docuseries oh, to do certain. that before you watch the epilogue because yeah. it just won't it won't do the it won't probably sing in the way you want it to yeah unless you see the whole thing but yeah so that's tonight at nine o'clock on hbo it's i'll be gone in the dark there it's like one extra episode it will focus on the closing of the golden state killer but also will introduce um, kind of the unsolved rape and murder of Kathleen Lombardo, which is the thing that got Michelle McNamara inter- interested in cold That'll be case fascinating to I learn know. about that case. Yeah. I, I don't remember. I don't remember that case. Did she talk about it in her oh, yeah. book? Okay. Yeah. I mean, they talk about it and they deal with it at, I feel like, well, I shouldn't say at length, but they deal with it pretty decently in the documentary. By the, I just remember there's a lot of imagery about the where she was where she was killed and yeah i just don't, um, I don't, I don't remember totally that. sort of out of out of the blue well that is coming up tonight on hbo when we come back on the colleen and bradley show i accidentally watched a bunch of keeping up with the kardashians this weekend oh lucky Whoops. am wow. i i'll share with you my thoughts after this on the colleen and bradley show on my talk 1071.